1: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Well, we're back. We're breaking down the depth chart here up to Steelers training camp, watching the grounds crew do a fine job, talking about past experiences, and I was going to... The latest story with dungeon we got another story. We're gonna, let's save those because we got to get back to yeah, get knocking this out. Let's knock this roster out. You betcha, but that's that's a good story. We got to bring that up again sometime. You over in Kosovo. My yeah. goodness, man. That's that's just too much fun. Nobody yeah. should have that much fun. I anyhow. Know. I know. When you got rocket launchers. You're firing. Get Zooks, man. Grenade launchers. It's, it's, it's glorious. Man. Oh, my goodness. Boys and toys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> speaking of, we got uh, center. We have Mason Cole, J.C. Hassanauer, and Chris Owens. Three of them, one, two, three. Mason Cole, Mason Cole's been the guy that, you, you know, he's the dubbed. veteran. Yeah, he's All been a right. dubbed guy, brought yep. in as a free agent. He's one of those guys that good organizer, sets the huddle, directs traffic, got that sort of veteran presence. Um, J.C. Hasenauer, though, has, has been the guy that th- he's impressed me the most at center thus
2: far. Yeah, no, uh, J.C., I mean, and here's the thing, like J.C.'s the guy, you're not going to pick him out of a lineup. Like oh my gosh, all body team. He's he's right. not the all body team. No, he's, and know. he's
1: rather one of the smaller guys. Yeah, he's
2: one of the smaller guys, but but he just he gets the job done. And I think that's what's so impressive about him is that no matter who's in front of him, he's going to get the snap. He's going he's going to get the ID, and he's going to get the guy blocked. Yeah, by any means necessary. And so that consistency is definitely one of those that I look at, and I'm like, you know what. J.C. is one of those solid veterans. He can play all three interior positions. He can give you, you know, all of all of the necessities. He can get you out of a game, but he can also start an injury replacement. Yes. And be a guy who can fulfill. And you don't. I look at Mason still developing that right. New system, new calls. Right. But. Mason still offers the intangibles, right? He has the starting experience. He's been on a multitude of offenses. He has great vision and history with him. But, like I said, I think the number two looks like the number one right now. And, of course, we still don't have games. But you're right. J.C. has been the clubhouse leader right
1: now at that center position. He's, he's put up a strong camp thus far, in my mind, no doubt about it, watching whether it's individual, team, what have you. Uh, he has performed, and he's having a good camp. So we'll keep tracking with him, see what's going on. You know, he moved to right guard. James Daniels, a guy that I really was excited. Watched some tape of him in his Chicago years wearing that Bears uniform. I'm thinking, why did Chicago let this guy go? Now he's, he's not. He hasn't set it on fire thus no, far. He all right, yet. but he, you know, you can tell. He is a quality, strong, veteran offensive lineman, but um, we need we need to see more from him. You know, and you're going to see more. I'm looking forward to today because they got a good padded practice. Going to be inside, and uh, each and every practice is an opportunity to get better. But you know, you look forward to seeing what he's capable of doing. We saw John Leglue. He's at second uh, team, and uh, third team is Nate Gilliam. John Leglue is a guy that I just love the way he battles. You know, yeah. he was a fourth guard, left guard option last year. He came in and he made a start in a in a you know in a, in a very tough situation, and I thought he's acquitted himself very well.
2: Well, uh, uh, I mean, and we started dubbing him. He was the glue that kept the line together, yeah. right? He the was the big
1: la glue, the big la yeah. glue. And,
2: and so, you know, to see him now in an off season getting some reps. He's, he's moved around. He's played some tackle, yep. played some guard. And, and you're, center. A, yeah, and, and a couple of snaps at center. So he's showing his position flexibility, which makes you all that much more valuable, yes. right? Yes. If you have one guy that can replace three potential positions, you want to you keep that guy on the radar. And I think he's done a good job. Has not been crazy like, oh, my gosh, but he's been just steady Eddie. Just steady Eddie, getting the job done consistently, win some, lose some. But he's always been consistent, so you see that, and you're like, okay. I wonder where does he fit in this equation? When we start cutting down rosters, we'll have our first cuts after the first preseason game. We'll go from there. But um, but he's a guy that I expect to be here through the end of camp, and we'll see how the decisions make after that. Yes,
1: I think, like you said, you know, his ability if he can put more, uh, be able to put uh, good reps at, at center as well as tackle makes him more valuable. That's a possibility sticking around longer. String them, String always, them is, together. As Chuck Noll always said, the more you can do, the harder it is for us to get rid of you. So, the fact is, John LeGlu is having a very good camp, doing well. I like the fact that he's gotten a little bit of mixing up with the boys a little bit. It's okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a bully out here. You know, yeah, if you're no. an offensive lineman, defensive lineman, sometimes, you know, you, you just – that agitation, you know, you got to use it to your advantage.
2: The more, the merrier. <laughs> the more, the merrier. Yep. Listen, you need to be position flexible in today's NFL, and, uh, and John LeGlu is showing
1: that, um, that, that, he, that he's, he's up to the challenge. All right, let's move to right tackle. you got Chooks, we got Trent Scott, second team, Jake Dixon, third, and Jordan Tucker. Uh, and I didn't, I, by the way, I, I failed to uh, mention Nate Gilliam, but Nate, Nate's doing well. I just see him showing okay. up. He's a he's young doing, guy. Yeah, he's a young guy, and he's, you know, just doing well. Figuring it out. Yeah, it, exactly. You know, I mean, you have to – you understand it's on a curve. Everybody, you know, you, uh, veterans, you, you you understand you expect to see more young guys. What you expect to see is not making the same mistake twice and picking it up and moving along. So, they're moving along. They're doing good. Uh, we got Chooks. I, I, again, I go back to Chooks. There's a lot of people that – seem to think he's not the answer at right tackle. I think he's been pretty consistent. I know as a pass protector, he's pretty consistent. Run blocking, he doesn't, he hasn't uh, excelled at as much as far as taking guys off the ball, but he's combative, he works at it, and I expect to see more and better from him as he progresses along this year.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, and here's the thing, I mean, when we look at it, I mean, if there's two positions I feel the most confident about is both our tackles. Yes. Uh, When I look at that, I say, you know what, both of these guys, I can I can go into games. I can win games with these guys. Yes. And that's what Chooks presents. Now, we can argue the semantics and the nuances of it about how you get it done, but at the end of the day, he gets it done. And they pay, and they paid him extension yes. because they believe he can get it done. No question. And he's, he's been as advertised so far. He's had some great battles against T.J. Watt. Yes. He's looked good against him. And let's face it, if you can go against T.J. Watt every day in practice, I think you're okay on Sundays. Yeah. I, Point blank. He's had some great wins. You can tell he's really working on his hand placement, not being so late, which was an issue last year. He gets his caught timing, in the chest and it, get yes. compressed. Now he's working on his hands. He's doing some different things. I, you know, and for me as a tackle, I'm going to always grade a little bit tougher, right? Because I I've been there. Right, I've, you know, I've it. done that. I've seen it. I know what the tricks are. So I'm going to be a little bit tougher on him. And I can say right now. Chooks has been good. He has impressed me so far, and he's really answered the call. He has not gotten lax or yes. relaxed about anything that he's doing. He's doing everything he needs to do and getting better every day.
1: Another guy that that stands out every now and then is Trent Scott.
0: Trent's yeah, an interesting guy. Out.
2: Big Grambling.
1: Yeah, but is that where he's from? Yeah, from, from Grambling. From grambling. Okay. Yeah, uh, tough guy. Uh, looks to be like he's got uh, you know pretty strong, uh, strong core, strong upper body lower body just one of those guys that you know um I, I don't know if he's ever had the the opportunity to break into the starting lineups you know if, no no see, he has
2: it five years in yeah um, I mean, he has has not got but he's been everywhere pat myers been so that that says a lot if the coach true, trusts you point and brings you with place him, after place yeah. with him means he's doing a good enough job he knows that means he knows the playbook yep he knows how to do it and he knows what to do And it just uh, opportunity has not presented itself. But he's a nice insurance policy to have. A little bit stiff in the hips. Yeah, I I would I would love to see a little bit more leg bend out of him. But when it comes to fight, when you try and run down the middle of him, yeah, he's pretty stout. Call it call call it a day. (laughs) Call it a day. It's 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 like taking it's like taking a toothpick to granite. It's not it's not you're not chiseling. You're not chiseling at that. It's not happening right there.
1: We're not making much progress. Yes. But another guy that is making progress is a young man named Jake Dixon who. I enjoy watching. Met his dad the other day. Uh, excellent dude. But Jake Dixon uh, from I believe Bethel Park. He was a volleyball player, a spiker. Volleyball, yes. And he's spiked a couple people into the ground thus far. I'll say this: the guy's aggressive. He gets after it. Um, he's he looks like a potential uh, practice squad guy. Like you you want to yeah. keep him around, see if he can develop because he's got long length, long body. You know that he can jump. He's got explosive. Uh, you know, lower body and everything. Um, I, I look at his length, his arms. I think the guy can play. I think the guy has an opportunity if you can get a, a year or two of, you know, being able to work at it. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, and that's the biggest thing, right? Went, went to college, volleyball player, quit, joined the football team, uh, and obviously now you're in Steelers camp uh, as a rookie from Duquesne, local boy. But, you know, I think he, he understands the Steeler way. And you could see him trying, but he just doesn't have that requisite experience that a lot of guys right. who are four-year high school, four-year college football players, it's just he's working at a deficit, so he needs a year or two, you know, and I think that's one of the biggest things. But you you can see him flash. You can see that he has the basic necessities to be successful in this league, just giving a little bit more guidance. But I like the tenacity. I like what he brings to the table. It's just – it's raw.
1: It's, it's un- raw. It's very unfinished. raw. Yeah. And besides that, if you play volleyball, this guy would be great to have it on the team, you know. Oh,
2: yeah, that's a sneak. Hey, 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 we're going to run a pickup game, guys. No, 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 I'll take Jake. No,
1: no <laughs> it's the lineman squad. We'll just yeah. put him up front. I Don't love worry. that Chuck Barkley commercial from Geico. I told you I still got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> told you. <Yeah. laughs> I'll take Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> still got it. Yeah. And, of course, Jordan Tucker brings up uh, the fourth team there, and another guy, a young guy, got to make his way. Uh, through the trying to climb the ranks, so that's right. UNC that's, product, yes. All right, we got. Uh, let's see, tight ends: Pat Fryermuth, Zach Gentry, Connor Hayward, Kevin Raider, and uh, Jay, Jay Stern- Stein- Sternberger. Sternberger. Sternberger, yes. Uh, you know it's interesting? So I've seen Jay Sternberger make some nice catches.
2: He has made you know? some nice catches out in practice. Uh, there was a great one where he like mossed the safety. Yeah, caught, caught the single hand off yes. the left over him. Yeah. Guy draped on his back. I was like, that was good concentration and execution by Jace. He's flashed in moments. But remember, I don't know if you remember or not, but coming out of college, I mean, Jace was one of the top tight end talents and prospects in the draft when he came out.
1: You would know that far better yeah.
2: than me. Yeah, that's true. I do cover college. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but Sternberg came out and he had that big play capability and he was a guy who could stretch the field at the tight end position. You know, a lot of people had him as kind of that kidless type of player, but injuries have kind of hampered that progress okay. and now, you know, trying to find a fit with the team. But I will say this, he's that entire tight end group has been impressive with the opportunity. Obviously, with Pat Firemove sitting out, he's he's gotten a lot more reps than he would have gotten at a five-deep position, and it has been pleasantly surprising. I mean, the other guys are known commodities between Zach Gentry and Kevin Rader, guys that were on the team last year, guys who, who were called often to make plays for us. So we knew what they're capable of, but Connor Hayward, what are your thoughts about Connor? Because he he has been a nice, pleasant surprise. A little undersized. Yeah. But what's, very, your, what's your assessment?
1: Very undersized What over what I was expecting. But what I, I saw is a guy that plays bigger than his body, whether it's in a uh, backs on backers picking up a blitzer or, 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 you know, the hands he's displayed and catching the ball, his ability to tuck it and run after the catch. Uh, he is – I'm sitting there going, wow. How could you have two such diverse guys, right? Your brother is – this just going to be a Hall of Fame defensive tackle, you know, and out of the same – the little iron head, yeah, he shows good promise. I like what I see. He runs routes very well. He has better acceleration coming out of the breaks than I thought he had. Um, so, overall, and like I said, as a blocker, the, where it, it's going to hurt him if he ever has to line up in line. Yeah. You know, that could be a problem.
2: Off ta- Right off tackle is going to yeah. be a struggle. But I think if you put him in a situation where he's more of a wing – Yep. That H back motion H-back, guy yep. out of the backfield, I think he now presents a matchup problem yes. because he's such a skilled pass catcher from that position whereas when you're a traditional fullback it's a lot tougher. Yes. It's a lot tougher to say, "Oh, this guy's good" cuz you you you're in the you're in the short net crew, right? Yeah, You go in and you you know what you need to do. You're a torpedo man. You are actually the sixth lineman. Uh in a lot yep. of instances. So, you know, I think that's going to be something that's going to be interesting that he comes with fullback credentials, but he's been working exclusively as a tight end. So that versatility might bold well as we get towards the, the pair down and seeing who can be that kind of that type of um, position flexible guy. Yet, also wonder what he's going to be able to do in special teams to add
1: some more dimension to his game true, and make him make true. him even more valuable to the team. One of the things I can see them using that, and I agree with your assessment there. I mean, very strong. Uh, having him as that H-back, but those rollouts, misdirection, where you get behind the line of scrimmage and get out to the flat. Tight
2: end hides are what they're called. Yeah, Yeah. I
1: used to call them the the stealths. You know, you got the stealth motion. Stealth, stealth hide. Stealth, hide. Sneak. I'll I'll go with, yeah, hide is, stealth is a little bit. uh, Sleek. Sleek sleek. and cunning, right? We just hide it a little bit. You know, a little ghost motion. Yeah, anything like that. That's where you get him out in the flats. You know, I think when you have a little bit of that misdirection and you got a quarterback kind of, you know, uh, with a little reverse rollout action and boom, able to do that. He's a guy that you could fill one of those, you know, to to stack the tiers and one-third of the field as you're rolling out. You know what I mean? Yeah, those, look, uh, yeah. It, it was a
2: fly. Okay. It was a fly this oh, time. I just a fly. Yeah, not a bee. We're
1: being overrun by critters. I know Get they're they're they're, ta- they're taking us over. Okay, yes, exactly. So and so because Max just pointed out it's time to break. We're going to break and we'll be back with more. This is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh
2: and Steelers Nation Radio.
1: And welcome back as we are watching the wonderful ground screw. They've run into a sort of problem here. Snag. Yeah, you got a little snag. A snag. I hate when that happens. Now they have to unroll that whole huge tube of of uh, tarp. tarp. Yeah. Tube of tarp. A tube of tarp, yeah. And they have and, and one of the corners of the tube like has, has split. Yeah. Yeah. A
2: little bit in. So you get to figure, are they gonna cut that piece off?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking you're going to have to do yeah, a little bit need- of a surgery on that thing. Yeah, you got to That gotta bad boy removed. looks like it's uh, – kind of looks like one of my teeth, you know? Yeah. kind of cracked a tooth there. It's like, it's it's like that wobbly wheel.
2: You know when you see people uh, driving the
1: car and that wheel is like wobbly? Right, right, that's, yes. That,
2: that's what it looks like out there, and it's making this, cr- <laughs> this loud, crunchy, crackly sound. So All right, like, let's wow.
1: finish up with the tight ends. Pat fryer Zach Gentry, Connor Haywood, Kevin Rader, Jace Sternberger, you know the thing I like is I I could really see where you go with twelve personnel right with the Muth and with uh, the six twelve, but Dad Gummit, you go thirteen with Connor Hayward too. Yeah, thirteen or twenty two. I think he can still line up at the at a true fullback position for you. Well, that's the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean yeah. you could do. You got options with that guy.
2: Yeah, you do have a lot of a lot of flexibility, and like you said, with with this um, tight end core, I mean we're getting some good looks, and, and I mean I I I think there's a lot of good depth here and i think it's going to be really challenging to like cut down about how many guys so i think it really comes down to for connor hayward what's your position flexibility how's that course spe- are you a core special teams core type of guy four, baby you, you gotta be, be that because yeah. i think that's where you know you, and, and, and you know I, he's listening
0: live nation presents concert week
2: You have to wonder if it's truly him versus Derek Watt Yes, in this situation. But
1: I've heard my comment about that and said there's room for both. Okay. You know, well. and now he's, he wasn't definitively saying that's going to happen, but, you know, he has made the, the comment some, somewhat in the past that uh, there's room for both. All yeah. right, so we'll see. Um, it's interesting because, again, Kevin Rader, Kevin Rader came out of training camp last year as the best blocker, I thought, amongst the tight ends. The most physical. Physically dominant type blocker uh, amongst the group. I thought Zach Gentry came on as the season went on. Pat Friermuth again showed more and more physicality as he got comfortable in his role. But Kevin Rader, man, he's 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 stone cold tough, man.
2: Yeah, he is. I mean, you know, we we t- I think we talked about it yesterday. Just like, hey, he's tougher than woodpecker lips. I mean, <laughs> he he's a guy that's going to go. He's going to fight. He's going to he's he's going to fight to the last inch. Yeah. Um, and he around. is a
1: special teamer guy
2: yeah and he's, you know, he's, he, one, of he's one of those core guys so I mean you're seeing a lot of good things and like I said this is one I think is the toughest to grade just because there's so much talent there and we've seen them yep. pop at different points we've also seen them lull yes. all together yeah <laughs> we,
1: there was one day when you said <laughs> I remember you came over and said the tight ends didn't as a group did not look good today yeah but they did rebound the they, very next day they rebounded, yeah. yes
2: yeah, it was the first day of pads. First was day that, of pads okay, didn't look as day. good, and then second day of pads, they came back a lot stronger and, uh, and really put some good tape out there. So that position, that's one to watch because there's a lot of depth there, and I'm sure there's other teams around the league that are going to be looking to see what decisions are made uh, from this Steelers squad, especially when we get into the preseason because yes. I think
1: all these guys are going to get some nice opportunities to really make some plays and catch some eyes. No question about it. I mean, I, again, I think the tight end group has got a lot of offensive firepower that here to four has not been, you know, managed as well as it could be. I mean, well, let's face it. I mean, Friar Muth was a rookie, you know, and you have to build that rapport. You have to see what he's capable of doing. Well, we saw he's capable of doing it. Now, I know he's disappointed at 8, 8.2 yards per catch, you yeah. know, and he says that's atrocious. I got to build up on that. I believe that he will. He's going to be one of those guys that I think at some point in time when they talk about the best tight ends in the league, fire move is going to be in the conversation when you have that conversation no absolutely i mean right now we know it's dominated
2: by two guys right travis kelsey george kittle right but when you look at what the talent is and complete tight end because i think both of those guys are great pass catchers and kittle i would say is is the better on the run blocking yes. side of it than yes. kelsey yes. kelsey's more of an iso type of guy but pat fry is a complete inline a la heath miller Yes, type of type of guy, but has a little bit more speed than than, than Earl, you know, and and I think that's Earl. kind of the the evolution. <laughs> I keep,
1: it keeps throwing me off when you I say know, Earl. I'm sorry, the, I'm sorry, the Earl
2: of Heath, yeah, the, the Earl of Heath, but not the Earl of Sandwich. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Prior Muth is just he's so complete, and you know, I know it hurts that we don't have him out here in practice to really get that nice jump one to two that we can see the progression, but. You know, for all intents and purposes, he looks great and in shape. Right. On the individual workouts, when, he, when he's out in the field, he looks really good at what he does. So it's only going to be an enhancement to that room. Right now, we've seen the four-man weave right now at the tight end position. But once you add him, I mean, that really completes, like you said, 12 personnel, 13, 22 personnel, right? If guys can line up in the backfield and be those eye-type backs. And now it opens up your playbook that much more. And if
1: you have that run game, if you have that run threat – that makes it a lot easier on your quarterback. Uh, no question about it. All right, so then we move to uh, let's see. We got the running back. We oh, got Najee yeah. Harris, Benny Snell, Anthony McFarlane, Jalen Warren, and Mateo Durant and Master Teague. Um, obviously, Najee came in and it looked great right from the get go. Now he's got, he got his paw or his hoof, whatever you want to call it, got stepped on or something, had a yeah. little injury there. So they're just keeping them fresh, keeping them, make sure that you don't know, get dinged up. But I got no problems there. Benny Snell has uh, shown up, but it's to me, the third guy, Anthony McFarlane, has shown some of that, that top-end speed promise that, you know we were talking about when uh, he was a rookie. Everybody was talking about how fast this kid was, how he was able to, you, know, catch the ball, tuck, run, go, get north and south, boom, turn on the jets. Well, they never really materialized. Uh, this year, this training camp. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, you know he had some injury problems last year, and maybe he's um, you know with the addition of uh, you know Mateo Durant and uh, Master Teague and Jalen Warren behind him, who has come in and made some noise. You know, it just kind of yeah, it just kind of like um, pushed you a little bit. That was me lighting the fire. Wolf. Okay, yes, it was okay. Lighter it was, was that lighter. what it was? It was I lighter. didn't. I couldn't tell if you we were you know flipping a coin, lighting the fire or what. Yeah, it was lighting the fire. Okay. Because
2: it makes a little sound when we don't have headsets on. Yeah. But true. uh but that that yeah, present, it, it lights a fire underneath you like whoa whoa, whoa. There's only three spots here. Yes. I Six dogs, three bones. And we already know that one of those bones is already spoken for. Yes. It's a Najee bone. Yes. The Najee yeah. bone is gone. So really <laughs> five five running backs, two bones. So what can you do to stand out from the crowd? Well one of those things is is have a jet pack strapped to your back every Ooh, time you yeah. get the ball. And Anthony McFarlane's been doing that. Benny Snell's been consistent, not wowing, per se, but just consistent. He catches the ball out of the backfield. He has he has good vision in 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 the hole with running. Um, bad decision making with punching Cam Hayward in the chest. That was that was yeah that wasn't smart. That wasn't smart. That was the one not smart thing. But one of the guys behind Anthony McFarland. I know this this is actually, you know, lined up in this one based off of experience behind the starter because we all know. I mean, listen, if you don't know who Najee Harris is and if Najee's the unequivocal starter for this team, then I don't know where you've been the last year. True. Last year in 65 days, you know, just go ahead and just go back under that rock yeah. if you ask that question. But when you look behind, it's lined up by years. But I will say Jalen Warren has been one of the guys that has really impressed me right behind Anthony McFarland, just for being so young, coming in undrafted free agent and really making a name for himself. Because this guy, he's not as tall as Anthony McFarland. He's a little right. bit shorter, but he is heavier. Stumpier, yeah. yeah, stumpier, but he's heavier, and that's one of the things you look at. You know, you're you're five foot
1: nine, but you're two hundred and fifteen pounds. That's a lot of lower body strength there. Which means you got lower body strength leverage and exactly. lower body strength ability to uh, break tackles and do all that sort of stuff. Lower
2: center of gravity. Yep. That, there's a lot of there's a lot of good things about that, and he's been showing up in tape every single day. Yes. Every single day, he has shown up. The first time he popped to me was at backs on backers. That's the first intensity, set the pace type of drill for the day. Stepped in there and delivered varsity reps, as Mike Tomlin likes to say.
1: You know, he reminds me of what I used to think of as pinball uh, rushers. Yeah. You know, kind of like, boom, bing, bing, bing. You know, you, it's like you, they run to contact somehow. They, they're one of these guys that is very tough, built low to the ground with a lot of power. The hammocks churn. You get yourself. Uh, in there and he's very competitive in the box in the trenches you know and for such a small guy he does a good job of getting behind the hogs and being able to push the pile well
2: and I'll give you my NFL player comparison not Steeler player comparison Maurice Jones Drew okay MJD yep Uh, we all know him on NFL Network now but MJD when he was with the Jacksonville Jaguars was a similar guy short guy but very stocky And very athletic, soft hands, and a hard runner when it came between the tackles. He's showing a lot of that. Plus, we see him show up in special teams. He's one of the first guys down there. True. He's right around the ball. He's making those type of plays. Now, obviously, it's going to be for him to show it on tape when we get against Seattle. A good time would have been last night for Friday Night Lights. Which we might see this afternoon. Yeah, we might get a version of that. But that's what you want to see. He pops every day on tape. Every time I'm watching tape, I'm like, oh, that's 30. Oh, big play. Oh, 30. 30. And he yep. just continually does that. He's Willie Parker's cousin right there from Clinton, North Carolina. There you go. And so he, he has a pedigree. I'm sure he's talked to his cousin before about the Steelers and Steeler Way being an undrafted free agent. This is a guy who walked on at Oklahoma State, became a captain after one camp. <laughs> what else do you need yep. to know? This guy lives and dies football, and, he sh- and it shows up, and he's a guy that's been one of my – Bright spots in camp, like the underdog kind of diamond
1: in the rough type of players. You know what? I I agree with you. Look, the guy stands out. You've got to do something to make noise. You know what I mean? And he made noise in the backs on backers. He showed courage, he showed strength, he showed ability. Those type of things you can't overlook. And he showed competitiveness. He was not one of those guys that stood in the back of the line and tried to avoid Mike Tomlin's gaze as it perused looking the matchups. You know, he was looking to be, hey, I'm here. Put me in, coach. I can compete. Let me compete. And that type of attitude – Hey man, you gotta love guys like that.
2: No, you have to, and and th- those are just ball players, right? Right. That's just a ball player, and, and that's and that's how you look at it, and that's how he's presented himself. And all intents and purposes, right now, he is showing us this guy's a ball player, and don't overlook him, even if he is short. No
1: question. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was very I know. Good. I like yeah, this. You know, it's, you my, it's my tall it, moment. You yeah, know, I had to. Just, had to go you ahead. You, you, you went right for it. Yeah. alright Let's let's skip the quarterbacks. All right. Right now. We got the wide receiver Chase Claypool, Cody White, Anthony Miller. You know, from the other side, uh, he's in there. Uh, Tyler Vaughns and Javon McKinley. Uh, Tyler Vons is a guy that uh, is interesting because he's he's made some he's had a little bit of a couple of moments here. But Cody White's another guy. We've already talked about Anthony Miller, and Javon McKinley is uh, another what Notre Dameer. You got a lot of ex Notre Dameers here. A lot golden of golden domers. domers here. My father yes. would be proud. <laughs> That's right. But we got. Chase Claypool is the guy that I think, I believe, has to come up big for the Steelers because I. there is just so much talent in that young man. They've got to be able to use that. They've got to h- highlight that. That He can be some of the game-breaker stuff that we, we desperately need. Uh, I mean, listen. He already has your prototypical size, right? I
2: mean, six, six four, foot f- yeah. four, two hundred thirty pounds, runs yep. a four, runs a sub four four.
1: Yeah, that's. I
2: mean, right there, that that's Madden create a player. Yes, and you're like, well, where where'd you build this guy? Oh, he came from Canada. What? Yeah, he's yeah. like, you really? had to put something on the bio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey? hey, hey, take it hey? off, hey. What are you about to do, <laughs> hoser? Yeah, Holzer. Yeah. Uh, so I I look at Chase and you know I had a great conversation with with Chase yesterday. Just kind of get How to could know you him. not?
1: We're sitting on a steaming. Bus. I mean, we are trapped in, in, in lightning all around a canned, us. Yes. a canned vegetable uh, container. Right. It was like a sardine can thing yeah. here and there. Man, and we're all crammed in there.
2: Crammed there. You got to make conversation. That's right. Uh, we we had, we had, we, had, we had some good ones, but it was it was just nice to see. It was pleasant mentally you could tell his disposition but also you know the focus he knows how important this is this year yes. for him uh he did not have the year that he wanted in, in in 2021 right so 2022 is that opportunity for him to really make a name for himself and i know he's been dinged up with the shoulder here the early goings of camp but he, he was strapped up ready to go last night he was ready to rock and roll and of course that gets sidelined with mother nature but even today like even after the drills after they do their walkthrough on the, on the turf field he comes over he gets about 50 to 60 catches just practicing just some, some just awareness type of stuff getting those little extra reps in which i like to see that means attention to detail you understand the levity of the, mo- the the gravity of the moment? Yes. You understand what you need to be able to do in those situations and he wa- he he expects to be a big part of this offense coming in and he knows he needs to get out there and start developing that because we know he can burn down the field. We yes. know he can, we know he can stretch a field like Mr. Fantastic. Yes. You know, but at the same time he still has to be able to do the little things. Because I don't want to dwell on it, but we got to bring it up right. You put it on tape. Yeah. You until you until you give us a reason not to. It's it's part of your walking talking resume. And that was that was a Minnesota game. Yeah, that was time management, understanding the situational football. Right. That's and a now, young man. That's a young yep. man type of thing. But you got to shake that. Yep. You got to shake that. You get you, now this year you need to be the guy. You get the ball. You get tackled. You get up. You get it to the
1: hash. Show, you put it on show there, everybody you learned. Show yep.
2: everybody you learned from your prior mistakes. And that's what you're shaking until you get on the field. It's going to stick with you. But I think this is something that as the season progresses, very early. It's going to wash away because I think the intent, the intent's there, the focus is there, and he understands how important
1: this opportunity is. No question. Uh, I, you know, we just listening to him talk as I in the little bits I've caught here and there from, th- from the start of camp. Uh, he seems to be maturing, and he seems to be a young guy that's going to be on the, the trajectories going up, man because you look if you look at him we need him to win more of those 50-50 balls yeah. you know you get that single high let it fly bet man you got to come down with that ball and that's the one thing that i think he can really do to accelerate the steelers offense is get go out and get some of those 50-50s that uh, are are leave one on one on the sideline there he's got to win those
2: got to win those and i think you know now being and able Pickens to to kind of help yeah it's going to help but i think also it's going to help him when you have that opportunity where you can be more position stable. Yep. I know we've been talking about <clears throat> flexibility, guys being able to play every position on the field. But I think for him, if you can give him his niche, you know, let everybody else kind of do the inside slot type of stuff. Let him focus in on being that quote unquote number one, number two receiver type where you know this this is the guy you gotta watch for. This is the guy that's gonna take the top off the coverage. He's gonna burn down the field. And he's a guy we have to now allocate resources. It allows a lot of that underneath misdirection stuff to really work because he's drawing two defenders to him every time. So if we can exploit that and use that to our advantage and him understand that, like you said, the threat's cool, you know, for a while. But when they realize you're a decoy, it doesn't work so well. No. So you have to catch those 50-50 balls to keep them honest. Gotta you got to go after. up there. You've got to have, have the, the sky snatchers. Yes. You know,
1: a couple and sky he's, snatchers. He's a, got a the game. ability, Max. I mean, you look at him, he can body up with anybody. Yes. You know, he, those corners, mm-hmm. when they try to play butt ball along the sidelines, use that uh, sidelines as a 12th defender. No, he he, he you're not going to ride him easily out of bounds. He's going to fight you along the sidelines. And then, you know, you've got to have enough wisdom. To keep the hand checking at a minimum. You can't get extended with your arm and create room so you can catch the ball with an extended arm. But at the same time, you've got to be able to create that little separation via a little shoulder, a little hip, whatever it is. But you've got to be able to put yourself in position to win those 50 50 balls. Yeah, he, he's tougher than a luggage zipper after a long vacation.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, where you know everything's perfect when you leave the house, right? Everything's folded, compact, it fits neatly, right, you're right at the weight limit. But then when you come back, you're trying to go back home from that vacation. You're not folding it as neatly. You're just
1: stuffing it in there. You're, like, trying to sit on top there of it. When that? I was there... leaving Spring Hill, I was loading up, man. I was just jamming stuff into my hey, – Hey, listen. The, the listen. wife sends it all nice and packaged It's common and... themes. It's common yeah, theme. themes. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're, you, you are not alone. All right. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Well, we're going to come back and wrap this up as we are here at training camp talking about the depth chart. Uh, Recently released by Mike Tomlin, and we'll be back with more after this. This is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood
2: Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio.
1: Yeah, I'm holding up four fingers. It's fourth quarter action here. We're coming up. We're going to hook it up strong, Max. We are. All right, unquestionably so. One of the things we didn't get in was also talking about George Pickens, who. I'm telling you what, George Pickens is a guy that I, wow, there's a lot of athleticism wrapped up in this dude. I don't know how he fell other than the fact you know that the ACL injury set things back how he fell in the uh, draft. But certainly this guy is has, has not disappointed. He has been absolutely terrific in so many ways. I mean, to see the potential, it oozes out of him. As advertised. As advertised, yes. There's a reason why you drafted
2: him in the second round, and he's going out and showing you that maybe, you know, could make an argument for 31 other teams passing up on him in the first round.
1: That's that's true. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at him. I mean, straight line speed. Boy, he's got it. Athleticism. Remember when he, he almost caught that one terrific pass, that hot ball thrown to him on the sidelines when he was twisted in the air? It was like a triple Lindy. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was like unbelievable. And we've seen other instances where he runs the routes very well. He gets in and out of his breaks very well for a young guy. I, I don't know, man. I, this guy could be something.
2: Yeah, he, he definitely has a place in this offense, and he definitely is going to be a difference maker. Um, for the team this year. I mean, I saw what you talked about, the triple Lindy play. I'm talking about the one from a knee, slips in the route, at the top of his route. Ball is thrown in the air as he's slipping. He hits the knee and just kind of springs up off of that knee, extends and makes a a twisting grab there to to keep the completion and the drive alive. And those are just the little – you can't teach all of those little things, right? You can't teach the situations. You can't teach the suddenness. Uh, and the decision-making, you have to see it at full speed, and he's been doing it at full speed. I mean, he's been – and he's been also one of those guys, he is a red zone target. Yes, he, he is. He is a tall red zone target, and he has made the plays when called upon to get, to get the ball in the end zone, and that's also been nice as a young guy. Yes, he's had a couple of drops here and there, but for the most part, this kid has been – Everything you've wanted, he's going to go. He's going to battle with the DBs. He's going to go up and catch the 50-50 jump ball. And he's a guy that just continually gets better and better. And it just it gives you a breath of fresh air. You can kind of like, <sighs> yeah, <sighs> okay, they threw the 14. <sighs> it's not like, oh, God, I
1: hope he catches you know, it. No. He's going to catch it. No doubt about it. He's a guy – I enjoy watching him because that's just sheer athleticism on a level I'll never know. <laughs> yeah, we, we no. will
2: never know. No. We, we, You know, like you said, those who do – do yes. those who
1: don't coach, yeah, or talk go. about it, we're, we're in the third category. We well, talk about it. Those who do, those who can, they they play. Those who can't, they coach. Those who can't play or coach, they they talk about it. <laughs> that's the way they it gets... broadcast. There you go. Hello, that's welcome we to the show again. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, who would that be?
2: Or, that be or a... let's let's put asterisks. Those who've done
1: yes. now broadcast. Yes, there we that's go. That's true.
2: There we go. We follow that category. Those who
1: those who have done and are done. <laughs> yeah, and and wish not to do any more. <laughs> yes. yes. It's like a – one thing I told a, a reporter one time, The guy says, what do you think your strongest attribute is as is, a is player? I said, oh, my ability to recognize pain immediately. <laughs> he looked at me like, what? I go, yeah. I'm joking, all right? Hey, yeah, lighten up here.
2: No, well, and, and I think, you know, one of my things, you know, because people always ask it, you know, you go to autograph sessions or you walk right fans – Hey, Max, you want to strap him up? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. No. no. I enjoy how I feel on a day-to-day basis. Yes. I enjoy that feeling. I don't like anything exacerbating that. No. In one way or another. I'm like, I am happy... With being retired, I, 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 we put in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. That's on right. This field that That's we're looking at. That's all you at. need to know. Hey, you could, we, hey, just go plant a tree for me if, if, if you really miss me on the field, okay? <laughs> Funny thing is,
1: you know, do you ever get asked to play like flag football or touch football? Oh, absolutely! You know, like on Turkey Day, and I go, hey, listen, once you play for money, you never go back. For, you never can right. play for free anymore. That's I'm right. sorry, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not here bragging rights. I'm not here
2: for that. No. <laughs> No. I, have, I have nothing else to prove. You can't put greenbacks in my hand, baby. Then no, yeah, you know. Exactly. Now, if we're playing for money and a trophy, that's a different story. Maybe I'll consider some things. I'll talk to my agent. But, I'm uh, done. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if I'm all-time quarterback, I mean.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. That's a good one. No
2: defense. Right. I'm a one-way player.
1: All right. Here's another guy that's uh, caught my eye. Steve Sims. He's a third team listed behind uh, George Pickens and Miles Boykin. Steve Sims is another guy that's. He's got a couple moments. You know, he's. he's just one of those jitterbugs those guys that are exceptionally fast a little bit you know uh height challenged um you know well i mean it is what it is it is it is what yeah, it is i mean okay.
2: i mean listen listen he's 5 he's 59 five yeah so he's 59 so yeah but i mean we have a but we have a lot of guys in that five nine, I mean he's not Tyler Sneed five six ish range, no. you know. But some of
1: these guys they couldn't ride the big rides at Kennywood.
2: No, no. They're definitely one of those like, excuse me, young man, can you uh, can you step over here and just we have a height check, yeah, we're right check here, real man.
1: fast? Oh I'm sorry, you're gonna have to step up. Exactly. You know,
2: you go to the you go you go to any any restaurant or anything, you get an ID'd every time. <laughs> you ask for a drink. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa there. Whoa there, buddy. Hey, let's check, let's, that check that ID. Check that ID. <laughs>
1: McLovin, what? <laughs> All right, we got Miles Boykin. Miles yep. Boykin is a guy played came from the Ravens. Uh, they released him. I tell you what, he's made some plays. He keeps showing up. Well, another
2: Notre Dame product, right? Yep, a Guy who's been in the league for a number of years ago. It was year four, year five for him. Um, tall body as well, tall receiver. So you have to think pass catching in tight red zone situations, fifty-fifty jump balls. That's what you're here for. You're kind of that Pickens-esque type of guy, right. Claypool-esque type of guy. But, uh, yeah, but, I mean, when you're looking at the other two, when you're talking about Claypool and you're looking at George Pickens, you know, you feel a little bit odd man out with him. Right. Because you have guys who fill that tall, slender, fast
1: role for this team. But I'll say this. Miles Boykin, I was watching him doing a little gunner duty. He looked pretty good. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? So that's one of those things where you could mm, – Maybe you remake yourself uh, you know, a little bit more as a gunner and special teamer because yeah. you, know you can see that the three big ones up there, those guys are going to see those the majority aren't of the snaps. Yeah,
2: There's always a fourth on Mount Rushmore. It's
1: not with three people. <laughs> it's got four faces on yeah, four it. It's got four faces. Yeah, so you never know. All right. Well, the Steels are going to practice on the south side uh, today. They're going to go get in the barn there. They're going to have a padded practice. Didn't do it last night, but uh, – You know, it looks like um, it's going to be rainy uh, later on today, so it's probably a good choice, my friend.
2: Yeah, you control
1: the weather conditions at
2: that point. You don't let Mother Nature dictate to you. Can you ever really? No, you can Never can. can. Never Never can. can.
1: But but we'll be off. We'll be back Monday, right? We'll be back Monday. We'll We'll discuss the defensive end. Of the depth chart, and, and quarterbacks. Uh, we'll talk about quarterbacks. We always, yeah. we everybody's talking about the quarterbacks. We That's talk true. About a Monday, we're we're different. Yeah, we're different. We'll do we a little bit different. Put it on, put it on ice. That's right. All right, well, we'll be back. Talk to you Monday, right here in the locker room.
0: Live Nation presents Concert Week.